The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Join us this Saturday night for FriendoFest 24, our very first 24-hour live stream at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. We'll be doing live watch-alongs, playing video games with friendos, and having some special guests planned to drop by. Go follow and hang out, yeah? Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley. Hello, Steve. Hello, Larson. It's me, Dexter Loomis, NXT superstar. So here's my shout-out to the Going In Raw podcast. Clever name. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, where in a mere, what is today, Thursday, 48 hours. Less than that. 46, 45 and a half hours. Roughly. We will be starting. Oh, wow, really? 24 hours nonstop of Stephen Larson, if at this point. You're subscribed to the Patreon, you're a Twitch sub, or you're a YouTube channel member, and you watch all of our other stuff. You might, and you still think, oh, I need more Stephen Larson in my life. Get a whole day. Number of it. one, there's something obviously wrong with you. Yeah. But number two, you'll get a whole 24 hours of us. At that point, you'll hopefully be sick of us. We're going to be playing some Rocket League, other games with friendos. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto, probably. Uh, we're going to be doing a live Unsolved Mysteries watch along. No, I'm not doing that tonight. I'm going to save it for uh, uh, Saturday night. Uh, we're going to be doing a live watch along of Money in the Bank 2011, along with uh, a recap afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be doing a live watch along uh, via Amazon Prime. So, like, if you have Amazon Prime, the movie itself will should be on our window, on our screen. Yeah, on Twitch. the movie is uh, Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan, correct? Uh, so that's a lot of fun. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so good times, good times. Anyways, uh, NXT, uh, happened and, uh, now we're here to talk about it. That's what we do. It's true. Yeah, it happened and it was, it was, it was enjoyable. I still don't feel like a whole lot happened. You know what I mean? Like the matches were good from a storyline perspective. Granted, I know they just came out of uh, conclusion in a lot of ways of, of several storylines. We got a new North American champion. Uh, last night, Damian Priest had his first defense. Uh, just a couple weeks back, or was it just last week, Finn won the NXT title. Guess what? There's a takeover in two weeks. Uh, so they got to build up for that. What, wait, when is take? Oh, it's October 4th, isn't it? 4th, yeah. Oh, um, so it's a bit of a reset period. Yeah. And they're setting su- stuff up so next week, We'll get two new number one contenders, uh, one for the women's title. There's a battle royal for that. And then for the NXT title, they're having this Eliminator gauntlet match, which is kind of like someone here in chat mentioned it. I thought that, too. It's like Lucha Underground's Aztec Warfare, kind of. Although I don't think there's 30 participants. I think they said five. Is that what I heard? Oh, is there, there's only five participants. I okay. thought that's what they said, but okay, I could be wrong. Okay, okay. I, I was I was thinking more of a, a 
Which which triple A match? Ray to Reyes is that the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that too, where it's every like that few too. minutes someone just comes in. Yeah. But there's like more people, I think, on the Ray to Reyes. Match. Yeah, there's like twelve. There's like a bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So uh. So yeah, that's an that's an interesting concept that's coming up. Yeah, a lot of this is set up, but it's like, man, you don't have a whole lot of time. I mean, look, this this takeover coming up. It's the Super Tuesdays. Those were pretty much like the takeovers, you know, of mm-hmm. like now, and then they've got another takeover coming up. Um. Yeah, they, they the last two weeks they've they've done the big Super Tuesdays, and I feel like they use those to make the real pitch for hey, come watch NXT uh, back on Wednesdays, <clears throat> and uh, and yeah, they, 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 they I'm not necessarily gonna say spinning of the wheels, but there was no big moment, uh, so I figured I'll put her on the thumbnail because probably her most high profile match to date yeah. is somebody great. who quite obviously is going to be a future cornerstone of the women's division in WWE. And long-term, short-term, certainly NXT. She's already basically there. Shotzi Blackheart, mm-hmm. Northern California's own Shotzi Blackheart, mm-hmm. um, had a really terrific match against Io Shirai last night with some pretty brutal moments. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, I don't know. Like, what's the... At what month in 2021, or is it going to be all the way to 2021 until she becomes new NXT Women's Champion? Well, also, so she stays at NXT that long. <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Shotzi, has been wrestling around Northern California for a while. You know, she was a fixture of, of Hood Slam, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, as soon as she showed up on NXT, it seems like she had been in NXT for for months already. Mm-hmm, when she yeah. had, oh yeah, you know, it's it's. I don't know if it's it's she's was already that good, mm-hmm. or if she just really quickly adapted to how WWE do, does things. I mm-hmm. don't know, mm-hmm. um, but it's, you know, it was pretty soon after she signed that she was on NXT TV, and they didn't seem to be shy about putting her in high profile situations basically immediately. Yeah, um, she had that. She had that that bit running of, with Shayna. You know, shortly after she she debuted, she's been in pretty high profile feuds since she stepped foot in the in the company, and that's great because she's awesome. Um, it's just very rare that we see someone who isn't like a huge n- name nationally on the independents get put. Like you know, for example, I know Karrion Cross; he was an Impact. That's not a uh, uh, independent per se, but it's a national promotion, and people that are aware of pro wrestling are aware of him generally. Mm-hmm. He gets put right in the main event scene. Uh, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, you know, uh, uh, Sami Zayn, uh, whenever they come to NXT, Keith Lee, although Keith Lee didn't really do much for a year, um, you know, whenever they come to NXT, they're pretty much on TV immediately doing stuff. People who they sign who uh, aren't as well known nationally, sometimes it takes a while for them to, to debut. Mm hmm. And it wasn't the case with her. She she was on TV basically immediately and showing people how awesome she was, and she's only gotten better. I can't think of anybody who was as fully formed and not just fully formed, but she has. I mean, everything about her character and her look mm-hmm. is look. It, it's one thing to be. You mentioned his name, Kevin Owens. It's one thing to be Kevin Steen. He's a dude who wears uh, basketball shorts and yeah. a cutoff shirt. 
And there's not look there. What were you laughing? Sorry, Joe. thought here in chat says Larson shoots hard on Keith Lee. Calls him to do nothing. <laughs> it wasn't his fault he didn't do anything. Creative seemingly had nothing for him his first year there. Wow, I didn't know he hated Keith Lee. I love uh, Keith Lee. He's great. Um, but like, there's a lot going on with Shotzi. Like her look, her you know the way she's designed, uh, her character, all that kind of stuff. It's a really, it's a really well thought out, well put together package. And here's the thing about it too, is that the potential's there for her as a character to appeal to basically every demographic. Yeah, dude, she is made to be an action figure. She's made to have, you know, uh, t-shirts and hot topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, you know, she, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, but like, I can't think of somebody who was so like, I don't know. I, I don't like, I'm not going to say like her, her, I guess it kind of is her look, her character. They're fairly like, I'm not going to say complex. What's the word I'm looking for? Because layered. like it's one there's layered. dimension to it. It's, it's one thing to come in as just a dude who's like good on the mic and a really good wrestler. It's another thing to come in as somebody who's got this amazing outfit. Who's like, look is so on point and like, Detailed, and, and detailed, drives a tank. and drives a tank. But like, it's funny. Our friend from uh, 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 from the Busted Wide Open podcast, uh, Ian, posted a video of her from the Bay Area mm-hmm. doing hosting some sort of like cult movie night or something, where she has like a crazy mask on and she's got like these fireworks coming out of a stick that she's like waving around. Mm-hmm. And she comes from that sort of scene where it's very much like. You know, you got all the all the uh, all the people who dress up in weird costumes and they want to go out and do some crazy stuff or watch Rocky Horror Picture Show or whatever. That kind of scene, you know what I mean? Like in the Bay Area, where it's like a really big thing, and she knows the showmanship aspect of things. Like having done this kind of stuff, like this is the perfect fit for her to come mm-hmm. in and mm-hmm. automatically come off as seasoned and a veteran. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, it's perfect. It's absolutely it perfect. And, and she's and a fantastic wrestler to boot, you know, that's the word Zondo says she's very grindhouse. That's exactly the word. And when you're at the forefront of that kind of stuff in a scene, in a scene that's as big as that, as that in the Bay area, this is the perfect venue for that. It's the mm-hmm. perfect mm-hmm. venue for that. Mm-hmm. Um, like everything and, about her, her packaging, her character work is, is, is defined. There's no yeah. question about yeah, exactly. who she is, what her character is. You know, her her packaging fits her character. Mm-hmm. Her wrestling style fits her character. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of, you know, I, I still don't know what Damian Priest's character is. Mm-hmm. He's been in NXT for what, two years? Don't know. Don't know, honestly. Well, I do. I mean, it's kind of, he makes it kind of obvious. He's party guy. Yeah, but that's not, I mean, that's that's a gimmick, not really a character. Like what's there beyond party guy? Uh, I don't know. I kind of disagree with that. I I, I kind of know who he is. I think there are other examples. I'll say this. I'll say this. D- Sometimes I feel like I don't know who D- if Damian Priest knows who his character is. Mm-hmm. Does that I make think, sense? So here, I I understand what you're saying. I think there is a big piece of evidence for what you're saying about Priest, and that is when you I there, there was that brief snippet of behind the scenes stuff where he's talking to Triple H and Triple H is explaining things to him and he's saying, you know, and then we got to get to the point where, you know, what we're presenting starts to meld with, with you, who you are, yeah. with who you are. And I don't think and they so, found that yet. And there is a bit of a process uh, 
or there is a bit of a process, whether you think that they have or, or I, I think they have, of like figuring that out. I think we could both agree with Shotzi. I don't think that ever needed to be explained. No, I don't think so. I think she do all that before she ever stepped foot in NXT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, she honestly she comes like she she comes across as somebody who is really popular in a different company for years and came to NXT, and mm-hmm. it's like that's you know, that's it's it's insane to have somebody that like you said didn't have that national exposure, didn't have that big exposure come in and be so perfectly put together. Um, so yeah, uh, she's great. The match with her and Io Shirai, fantastic. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, kicked off NXT last Correct. night, so we could just dive. Right into that, uh, a couple of the spots in this match, like I said earlier, um, were pretty brutal. That uh, there was a uh, the uh, what was it? The suplex, yeah, the German suplex on the apron. I don't know why people still do that. I don't know that straight jacket suplex that Shasti did to EO. Those always look rough. Those, yeah, yeah, because you can't break your fall with the arms. You know, like a German suplex. At least you break your far, fall like you're supposed to with the you know, like a power bomb bump. What well, did you do that case, with the, Didn't. Didn't uh, Kazarian do that to Hangman last night? And Hangman, oh, do you do a- his like, his like, uh, was it it's like, is it there a difference between like, uh, like the straight jacket or like a double arm suple- German suplex? Like when you have the person's arms like this, uh, and they're uh, and they're I mean, like, I guess, back I guess like that. the idea is the same as you can't, mm-hmm, yeah, put your arms right. out flat to disperse. Hangman took one of those yesterday where his body. head was like this close for it, like swept the 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 man. Anyways, um. Yeah, that was all good stuff. And then uh, Io Shirai with these uh, with these finishing moonsaults. Uh, this one was rough. <laughs> yeah, it was all uh, knees and shins to uh, Shotzi's rib cage. And, and as soon as the ref count the pinfall, he goes to Shotzi. He's like, "Are you okay?" And you see her do this. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. good that you see her shake her head. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because yeah, because because Io when she does that moonsault, she has a lot of velocity coming off that top rope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's a lot of force behind it, so it's good that uh, Shotzi was okay because that could have been rough. Yeah, it, you know, a couple like a foot up, and man, that landed on her jaw. That sucked. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Uh, but, but a really yeah, great match, another match. great showing for Shotzi. Uh, really, the sky's the limit for her. Um, she's fantastic, and you know, I'm, I'm hoping for huge things for an, an NXT. Yeah, same. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect 
instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, after that, uh, EO and Shotzi, the sort of hug it out. Uh, we get a, a Tommaso Ciampa video package followed by uh, Denzel Dejernet, who's now yeah, going got a new name. by the name Destroy Desmond Troy. <laughs> That's great. The thing I like about him is that you know he's got this cool new name, right? But he still has like just a sort of normal wrestling singlet. Yeah, he has and a singlet the, still. In the smallest letters, in this this is the details that we're talking about before the cameras roll. In the smallest letters, it says something like "destroy." I don't know something. See, I couldn't even see what it what it said on my on my laptop. It was so small. It was like it's like, "What's your name, son?" Destroy. What? Destroy. Okay. Anyways, oh, this match did not last very long. It was all no, Tommaso but Ciampa. but uh, Desmond or destroyed did get a little bit of offense, and it only seemed to irritate Champa though. Mm-hmm. He, he got won. seesawed into the into the the, the bottom underneath turnbuckle, the bottom yeah. turnbuckle there, then hit that draping DDT and got three. Uh, Jake Atlas comes out at that point, says, "Hey, remember me?" He says, "I know how dangerous you are because you've been at the top of the food chain for a long time, but next week." I'm hungry. I want to eat too. <laughs> and uh, so I'm going to fight you to eat some food. Yeah. Uh, after that, Drake Maverick shows up at full sale. He's rolling up with his wrestling gear bag. And uh, the interviewer says, hey, what's your game plan for you and Killian Dane? Because I got a tag match tonight with yeah. the Undisputed yeah. Era. And he's like, well, we're going to use teamwork to beat the Undisputed Era. He's like, you know, uh, I haven't actually heard from the guy for a week. And uh, he's punched me out like twice now. Uh, he's like, you don't happen to have a cell phone number, do you? Because I really need to get in contact with this guy. Yeah. He says, that's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, Finn Balor promo. Uh, he didn't use any wrestling jargon here that I remember. Uh, but it's pretty much uh, Cole is undisputed, but there's only one prince. And everybody's asking him, what's it like to be champ now four years after you're champ the first time? How is NXT different? In the past, he said he built this brand, carried the brand, but the future is different. He doesn't need the brand. He made the brand. The brand needs him. He tells everyone to get in line because it starts with him. And you better look both ways before you cross the prince. And he was inferring that he might actually go to the main roster and defend the NXT title against uh, Drew or Roman Reigns. Oh, how, whoa. Okay, I'll be honest with you. I, That's I what totally... I gather because there are shots of them. Oh, okay. I zoned out completely during after the first couple, like after the first minute or so where he was just recapping. And I was like, oh. It's ironic because he was. He, remember that time he took a jab at Cole and said, "You're a transitional champion," and we're yeah. sitting here thinking this guy's been champion for 400 days. I know. I, Finn really feels like transitional champion. Well, he's probably just holding that belt till Karrion Cross gets healthy. Until somebody comes up, and yeah, it, either it's going to be it's going to be him again, or till the you know whatever. 
Anyways, uh, yeah. So after that, uh, we had a, a promo from. Oh, this is gonna be difficult to talk about. All day superstar. He thinks the WWE <laughs> Hall of Fame has uh, first ballots because <laughs> he said, "I'm gonna be a first ballot Hall of Famer." We're like, what Hall of Fame are you talking about? WWE is based on Vince's whims. Uh, he says. Uh, then he basically issues an open challenge. So Kushida comes down. Yeah. And he's got the new aggressive style. Yeah, it's great. So can you think of a commonality between Velveteen Dream and yeah, Austin Theory Larson that Kushida has attacked very aggressively? Uh, both these guys? Yeah. Anyways, Kushida. He won. Kushida won. Kushida won. He was really aggressive here. So we'll see who uh maybe he'll maybe he'll go to the UK next week. <laughs> he'll have a whole pool of opponents there. Uh, after that. Uh yeah, so he tapped out Austin Theory. Yeah, yeah hoverboard lock. It was it was great. We, uh, Kushida uh used some Danielson stomps, which are great. Great move. Oh, and Shotzi did cattle mutilation. Mm, Daniel Bryan's mm-hmm. finish in Ring of Honor. That's mm-hmm. such a great move. That looks like it hurts so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we got to see two old school uh, Brian Danielson moves in one night. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we got a Matt Chat question from the Gargano family. Because <laughs> um, it's, it's Candace shooting her promo on her iPhone. Yeah. Um, while Gargano's upset about the TV that got broken last week, he's online looking to buy a new one. And he says he's going to send Tegan the bill. Uh, meanwhile, Candace is talking about the Battle Royal next week. Um, you know, she mentions winner gets EO at takeover. Gargano interrupts her, says he found a huge TV, hundred inches. It's gonna be look. It's gonna look, be like staring into the, the sun. The sun. <laughs> um, he says we're gonna have a celebration, not just with the new TV, but when we're both wearing gold. Yeah. So, dude, the, you know what? The, the the days of the iPhone promo. I think so. Later on, Tegan Knox. We'll just talk about it now. That was even has, iPhone. That was like webcam promo. She has her response. This wasn't fit for TV. And I'm sorry, like, it started to go downhill. Like, I, the, the problem, I I don't know if it's their phone. Like, at least with Candace's, like, it was, she was filming out, like, here. So, like, she was in, like, the foreground. Gargano was in the background. Stuff is happening in the living room. It didn't really look that bad. It was, it was fit for TV for the most part. The Tegan Knox one was so bad because she was I I think that her intensity was probably there but through the pixelation the lack of any lighting in that room oh the audio was not good the audio was horrible dude send somebody over with the DSL or even an iPhone like a decent iPhone and like get some sort of decent background or backdrop or a $6 color light from Walmart to put behind him or put it in black and white. But this dude, come on. This was like a, yeah, like a webcam, like what my kid uses for distance learning. Mm-hmm. It was like Mrs. Knox there for kindergarten class. Hey, kids, open up your shape book. By the way, uh, Io Shirai, I'm coming after you or something. Yeah. Yeah. From a production standpoint, it wasn't it wasn't great. Oh, so uh, bad. So what bad. was great though was Breezango versus Imperium and tag team action for the tag titles. This is a lot of fun. 
Yeah, it was a great match. It was a fun match. Uh, so this is uh, Fandango getting his, his butt kicked for about 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. He got mm-hmm. beat up. Yeah. And then whenever... I don't know what's worse, missing or hitting the top rope leg drop. He's got at some point. I mean, I feel like the impact that. on on the spine of the person delivering is the same whether you hit it or not. That's a yeah, lot of right, impact yeah. on your tailbone from. Yeah, but I don't know if when you have one leg up, if that, like, I mean, it the most of the impact worse, happens maybe the because tailbone. then the, there's less of a surface area for the impact to disperse across. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. And also, too, if you hit unevenly. That's impact going unevenly through your body. It might actually lead to more or more injury. You know, doing the standard leg drops jacked up Hogan's back. Yeah, I know, I know, and that's just so. He was like, he's also like on tons of like you know steroids and stuff. So who knows well, yeah. how that might have? But still, I you know, yeah, you do that a, when you're doing a leg drops thousand times, three hundred days a year over the course of twenty years. If not, it's more. not going to be good. It's not going to. No, good. it's not good for your body. Yeah, not good for your body. But this was uh, good. This was a really fun match. Yeah, this is great. Um, the finish saw Imperium look for their own finish on Tyler Breeze and then uh, Fondango drop kicks Eichner into his own corner and while uh, that the momentum sends Eichner towards Bartel, Breeze pushes him and then Breeze hits a victory roll on Eichner, rolls him up, get the win. Uh, a lot of great back and forth but by and large this match was Fondango getting beat up by Imperium. Yeah. Imperium looked great in this match. Yeah, they, they look, look terrific. They're heading right back to it's on right now NXT UK. That's where they're yeah. Heading. They might show up on 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 the episode today. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Shout out by the way to Tyler Breeze and uh, his Twitch channel along with Sean Spears and mm-hmm. Aaron mm-hmm. Corbin. We rated them last night, mm-hmm. and both uh, Breeze and Spears were very uh, grateful and happy to to hear from us. Baron, yeah, Corbin I was, was, there I, was too. I was very happy to see because we had rated. Was it just when Breeze was was streaming on that channel? I think so. Yeah, and he remembered. He remembered that, that we had raided before, and that mm-hmm. was weeks ago. So mm-hmm. uh, we got a, we got an opportunity to talk to Tyler Breeze well, about a couple of years back at one of the WWE 2K events. Seemed like an awesome dude. Oh man, both those guys are just yeah. really terrific. Yeah, really terrific. So thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, so after that, we had uh, hey, you know what? Number one, when people ask this question. Who that is underused in NXT would be great in AEW? Xia Li. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they're going to start using her a lot more right now, but the women's division is already so packed. But Xia Li is so good, and they barely use her. I know. For her to go to AEW would kick that women's division up a couple notches. Yeah. That's and true. I'm, I'm really impressed with the, the chemistry that Caden Carter and Casey Oh, Kenzer my have. God. Dude, the combo offense was just off the hook. Let me mm-hmm. ask this, because I was thinking about this during the match. I thought it would be a fun conversation to have. All right. All right, man. Here's the deal. You and I, we're in the WWE. I don't know what brand we're on. But what, we what's have their role? What's our role in WWE? We're wrestlers. Okay. We're wrestlers. Okay. You just okay. specify. Well, you actually, no. Let, let's say this. Let's say this. We're in it. We're no. We're in an imaginary, very high profile national wrestling company. Okay. All right. We have a couple options. All right. Either dive into a division that is wholly oversaturated or go for a division that is, as together, a tag team division that is underused but also underpopulated. Because Casey and Caden right now are so good as a tag team. Do you think they got together and said, hey, listen, let's be the best tag team we can be and try to 
eke out some time in the women's tag division because that might be more of a showcase than going into a very, very deep women's division. That's entirely possible. I don't know. I mean, it depends on the circumstance, and I guess if if it NXT doesn't emphasize tag wrestling as much or as much as AEW, but they put more of an emphasis on it than main roster does. Um, but there's almost zero emphasis for the women in yeah, NXT. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. So. Maybe I mean, and I, I guess it kind of to a degree it makes sense because there's not NXT women tag titles. So um, unless the the WWE women's tag champions are going to make an appearance, yeah, you can build up some women tag teams, but there's no belt specific to NXT to fight over. You know, I think if if they say, listen, given just how deep the NXT women's division is, mm-hmm. maybe we should take a chance at being the top women's tag team in Definitely. NXT. Definitely. And that might propel us to main roster when more, more you know, more Caden Carter, especially She's last really night. She's really good. There was, I, there was another level of intensity that I saw from her that I had not seen before. The, the, the tag chemistry was, even better than it was last time we saw them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when uh, towards the finish, when Caden got the tag in, she was, she, it was, it was like, I, I sort of liken it to Buddy Murphy. You know, like when we used to watch Buddy Murphy on 205 and it was just like a revelation. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh my God, she is kicking this up several levels of intensity up. I yeah. thought it was absolutely great. Yeah. I thought it was and that really finish great. of theirs is really good. I, I guess it, going back to the, the scenario there you posited, um, it's hard to tell because. Women's tag wrestling and WWE in total is always such a start and stop thing. Oh yeah, yeah. To say okay, we're going to concentrate on doing this without any hope of it ever going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've Caden Carter's. You know, before she started tag teaming with Casey, had been on TV some. Mm-hmm. Granted, more more so in enhancement matches. Um, same with Casey. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if this was a thing where they where they you know said, hey, let's try this. Assuming they're given that opportunity. Yeah, I mean, you never know what they're being told. Exactly, exactly. Um, To try to make a name for themselves, then sure. Mm -hmm. But, you know, to to jump in there thinking, for sure, this is what's going to help make our name when WWE doesn't really put a whole lot of time and emphasis on the women tag division, especially in terms of the titles being defended in NXT. It's hard hard to make that wager, you know? It's a damned if you do, damned if you yeah. don't situation. Uh, but in any event, I, in, in my opinion, seeing them tag together has only elevated both of their stuff. Oh, definitely, so, definitely. You know, um, it, it's worked really, really well. This was a really, really fun match. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Lee is really good. Jesse Kamea seems to be learning some stuff too. But yeah, it was all about the tag chemistry here. I couldn't do it. I was like, I watched that finish a couple times, and I was, was like, great. How did that even happen? That was great. So uh, Caden Carter got a hot tag. Goes really hard on Zia Lee, and then she holds up Zia Lee like by by the arms. It's and a crucifix bomb. That she a cru- yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That's right. She got into a crucifix bomb position. Casey comes in, pump kicks into the crucifix bomb, uh, and then they somehow change positions so that Carter got out and Casey came in for the pin. Yeah, a jackknife cover, no less. Yeah, <laughs> I had to watch that a couple times. I was like, I can't. I don't even know how to write that down. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. It was creative. It was, it was really creative. And we, you know, it's, it's always great to see tag teams, especially, combine moves into something new and creative. It was great. 
Yeah, and that happened a couple of times during this match. Like I didn't write, I barely wrote anything down because I was just watching it. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so afterwards, there was some sportsmanship that turned sour because both teams were like, "Hey, good job, good job." But Zaylee was like, "Uh, uh-uh, no, I'm not dealing with that." So she just left. So I imagine next week we're probably going to get some more with her and either Casey or Caden. They're both them or whatever. Seems like it. Seems mm-hmm. like it. Uh, next, Drake Maverick's backstage. He walks up to Killian Dane, asks him if uh, Killian, you ready for our match tonight? And Dane just says, we're not friends, and we're not partners. Nope. You're on your own tonight. Yep. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, then the, the aforementioned Tegan Knox promo. Um, you know, the content was was fine and, and whatnot. It just, from a production aspect, it, 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 it wasn't. Dude, like, any, like even, even if she was holding her phone, there's any number of ways. But this was, and, like, she just has, like, blank walls. She has her gaming setup behind her, which is fine. But yeah, and here's the thing: I don't put. She's not a TV producer. She's not that. No, the this expectation is, on is not on her to produce this. It's, yes, the producers NXT to make this captivating from a production standpoint that we listen and care about what she's saying. Yes, yeah, totally. This was this was, this was freaking unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> NXT dropped the ball. They really did. After that, this was fun. The Undisputed Era took on Drake Maverick, and then Killian Dane decided to wander down at some point. Well, it's because uh, Rico came up to him and was like, hey, isn't that your tag team partner? And Dane says, uh, yeah, whatever. Well, you may do something about it. And he just kind of got up and left. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, he just goes down and takes Drake off the floor and puts him in the ring and says, good luck. You're on your own. He said, take, so- he said take it like a man. Oh, yeah, and then Roddy had to call him, what, a, a, a fat dork or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't keep yeah. his mouth shut. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was great. I love – I mean, the Undisputed Era is still good for that stuff. Although there's some weird stuff going on with the next thing with <laughs> Undisputed was, Era. I like, I like how Kyle at the end – well, here, let's get to this. We'll get to that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The end so of that, Drake, was pretty funny. So Drake Maverick uh, is basically in a handicap match. He's getting his ass whooped. He starts to come alive a little bit against Bobby Fish. Fish is able to talk, uh, tag in strong, though, and he just it's done at that point. Uh, so eventually they get Drake on the outside. That's when Dane comes out, puts Drake back in and says, take it like a man. He starts to walk away. Roderick calls him a fat idiot. Uh, Dane comes back. He starts beating the crap out of Undisputed Era. Uh, Bobby Fish brings a chair in, hits Dane. So Undisputed Era DQ. Drake gets the Drake and Dane get the win. Yep. Uh, Dane takes out both the Undisputed Era, throws them out. Drake starts like running around all happy because they technically got the win. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's like, see, look, we're the winners. We're the winners. And <laughs> he sells this amazingly. Uh, Dane just kills him with a punch. Uh, and, uh, and then after that, we got a roving interview with Jake Atlas kind of in the parking lot, just outside of full sale. Yeah. Uh, and he's like being asked, Hey, you know, you're stepping up to Champa. What's that all about? And he starts talking about it. Of course he gets attacked by Champa, brings him over to the production truck, throws him into that. Kyle O'Reilly comes out of nowhere. It's like, Hey man, you got a match next week. Save it for that. Yeah. So, so Champa leaves, he waves, he talks some trash to O'Reilly waves and then Kyle like is walking away and just goes to J- Jake Atlas. Are you okay? And Jake says, "Yeah." And Kyle says, "All right, get up then." <laughs> that was it. <laughs> as he's walking away. Yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah, me too. So that's another thing we can talk about. Are, are they going to do a solo thing with Kyle? Did did did, did, some, did Triple H? Is he looking at Kyle O'Reilly and been like, "Okay, you're the other. You're you're the guy. You're the second guy in Undisputed Era who needs to be a solo guy." He's a terrific 
personality yeah. and a terrific wrestler. It yeah. makes sense. He is. He's he's a former Ring of Honor champion. He was a PWG champ. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got the pedigree beyond the all the tag team accolades. Um, he's a really good wrestler. Yeah. And didn't he? Didn't he like break up? Undisputed Era from, or didn't they? Didn't he come out and like was like trying to hold them off from beating up Drake too much last yeah. week? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Uh, so next week, uh, well, sorry, William Regal announces that next week there will be the Gauntlet Eliminator match. Two men start every four minutes. Someone else enters. You're only eliminated by pinfall or submission. Last man standing uh, wins and takes on Finn Baylor mm-hmm. at Takeover. Mister Baylor. Uh, and then next week, there's also the Women's Battle Royal. Winner gets EO at TakeOver. And then Ciampa versus Jake Atlas next week as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had our main event, Damian Priest. Damian Priest. Versus uh, Timothy Thatcher. Thatcher's Thatch can. That's how uh, this match uh, basically kicked off. Thatcher was doing a lot of wrestling. Well, then at the very beginning, Priest was like, you know, uh, uh, handling Thatcher's Thatch can pretty good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't getting out-wrestled. Maybe he was taking uh, Thatch's Thatch Can lessons online. Maybe. Maybe I was doing online classes, Thatch's Thatch Can 101. Uh, eventually, though, it was a battle of Matt Wrestling versus Damian Priest striking. Mm-hmm. Um, he left his feet a couple times, paid for it. Um, in the end, though, uh, Damian Priest uh, went to the top, hit a spinning heel kick, followed with the reckoning to get the win. It was a fun match. It was good to see some uh, like legit intensity out of Damian Priest. I feel like if they if they, you know, the cuz for so long it was it seemingly was well even in loss I gained momentum, which is always like I don't get that. Um <laughs> but, but if if he now that he's got a title, he starts getting some wins, successfully defending it, gets some confidence. Maybe this whole thing about him not knowing exactly who he is from a character perspective was all about his character not having confidence. Like, he has this facade of being a put-together party dude. Uh, now that he has title, get some wins, get some real momentum, he'll get some actual confidence and stop doing promos like this, you know? I don't know, man. I feel like his character has... Con- I think, like, the dude playing the character might wander off might might wander off sometimes but this this guy is in a hot tub with like beautiful women yeah like and he's a north american champion main eventing nxt i don't think he's lacking in confidence no i'm saying that's the story maybe a bit is that he's trying to build his confidence back up because a lot of those promos like yeah even in lost finn bell or gained a lot of momentum like that doesn't sound like a man who's really sure of himself no it sounds like a man who just has misplaced confidence i don't think he's lacking in it he's just like he's like yeah you know what Whatever, I'm still the best. I can see I get momentum even with losses. I'm uh, not great. It could just as easily be a front. <laughs> He's I like that. Hey, you know that's that's good. Looking pretty deep into it. I like it. Looking for the subtext. Anyways, let's answer some questions. Sure. Uh, I'll have to bring them up first. All right. Very well. Oh, here we go. QA thread. Uh, uh, Wolverine, who will mm-hmm. EO drop the belt to in the future? You gotta think the leading contender is probably Rhea Ripley. Uh, yeah, it kind of feels like. I mean, it's it's it's. I don't know who's gonna come out of that that battle royal. I mean, this is a this is kind of it feels like a non consequential takeover. 
So it's actually really surprising they announced it. They just they just officially announced it two weeks before it happens. Yeah. Um. What did the, was there a theme to this one? I forgot. No, they haven't announced any sort of theme. It should be Halloween Havoc. I don't know if it will oh, be. That'd be great. We're gonna the do the first one, ever until December. Halloween costume contest battle royal. There we go. Yeah, the 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 women's battle royal should all be Halloween themed. Yes. Who did? Didn't uh, Io took on Dakota Kai at the last takeover, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know who's gonna come out of this. Well, it won't be Tegan. It won't be Candice. Um, if Mercedes is part of Retribution, then she... I didn't notice her in the graphic. Um, but if, if her loss in the cage was to kind of write her off NXT, then she probably won't interfere well, and cost Rhea the, the yeah, match. but here's the thing. They had <clears throat> the opening, uh, the intro recapped their cage match. Yeah. So it's not like she quantum leaped out. Quantum leapt. Leaped? Leapt. Whatever. Anyways. Uh, Scotty Sparks. I was watching All In again over the weekend. I was shocked to realize that Dexter Loomis was part of the fight team that walked Nick Aldis to the ring for the NWA mm-hmm. title match against mm-hmm. Cody. It was former NWA champions. Well, I, that's why he was there. He's former yeah, NWA Samuel champion. Shaw. Sam uh, Shaw. So here's who's in the graphic for this Women's Battle Royal. There's Casey, Indy Hartwell, Aaliyah, Dakota Kai, Candice, Rhea, Tegan, Shotzi, uh, Raquel Gonzalez, Caden Carter, and Zia Lee. It'd be fun if it was Raquel Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. And then you could do a thing with her and Dakota Kai if Raquel loses because of Dakota Kai. It could be like the MJF Wardlow thing. Yeah. That'd be fun. That sounds like it might be. That wouldn't shock me. Raquel's so much fun to watch, too. She's like I a know. really fun wrestler. I know. That's the thing about Damian Priest I wanted to mention is that, man... I, like as much as I appreciated the Thatcher Finn Balor match a takeover, dude, Damian Priest, he's so much fun because he can adapt mm-hmm. to like any style. Totally, totally. He can always have a really fun match with. People. No, I, I really, I really like Damian Priest. Yeah. Uh, Shane's birthday tweet: Bronson also attacked and beat up Velveteen Dream and Austin Theory. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. There you go. There's a new uh, faction forming, perhaps, with a certain agenda. Sentiment of the UK. Uh, Rich the Smash Bro. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Wade Barrett admitted to being afraid of Shotzi. It's the weirdos. Uh, he says, who else is bad news afraid of? I was actually just listening yesterday to uh, The Art of Wrestling. Mm-hmm. One of his, la- one of his uh, 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 
most recent, it was in March. It was like when COVID was starting. Uh, interviews with was with Wade Barrett. Oh yeah, and uh, it's honestly like it's so difficult to press pause on that because Wade's voice is so good, yeah. especially in a podcast. Yeah. Um, who else is he afraid of? He told this great story about a guy who was billed. He was talking about being an OVW, uh, and. People would come in, and you knew instantly if they were going to make it or not, or at mm-hmm. least they're going to give it a shot or not. And one week, so they overlapped by Colt and him were in OVW around the same time. Mm-hmm. And there was uh, like a week before Colt Cabana left or was fired or whatever, this dude came in and he was hailed as like a huge, like fighting, like a re- pro wrestling fighting sensation in like Germany. Mm-hmm. But the guy, no, in Brazil, but he was from Germany. And apparently this guy had gotten Ric Flair's email address and uh, convinced Ric Flair that he was this legend, this pro wrestling legend in like Europe or Brazil or something. And so he shows up and it became obvious immediately when he ran the ropes and like three times and tripped over the ropes every single time like he would run them and then fall through them. He literally didn't know how to do that. Yeah. And he was gone within like three weeks because it became obvious that he had just faked everything mm-hmm. he had talked about. I don't know. It was funny. Let's see here. Oh, wow. AEW 886, NXT 689. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Well, NXT succeeded in keeping AEW from getting over a million, I guess. Yeah, still lost by 200,000, though. Glamorous jar. <laughs> Saw the news this morning. Give a big congrats to Cal Jack for getting on to Bloodsport. Yeah, we talked about oh, that last I night. Oh, I can't wait for that, man. So I can't wait for that. So happy for Cal. Uh, I know he's been working really hard to get a, uh, you know, something of this magnitude, a match of this magnitude. I'm happy he finally got it. Yeah, dude, I hope this just means more big things for him. Definitely. We'll definitely. have a real insider feeding us info. <laughs> Blake Whitehouse, is it just me, or does NXT just feel weird right now? Not bad, but weird. It's definitely transitionary right now. I feel like both their champions are like Io Shirai's championship reign. It already has kind of an Andrade feel to it where it's like, yeah, you know, he's good and he's reliable, but it doesn't feel like she it feels like she's probably just going to head to Maine, you know, like they're mm-hmm. just waiting until the next person they want to really push is going to be champion like Shotzi or Rhea again. Mm-hmm. Um, and Finn felt the exact same thing with Finn feels like they're in a rebuilding, like the only person who feels like, OK, they're going to give this guy. They've given him the ball. Is it's uh, is Damian, Damian Priest? Priest. Yeah, yeah, even Breezango. You know, I kind of feel like they're holding those tag Same. titles until uh, Legado del Fantasma takes them mm-hmm. from. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Shane's birthday tweet: Just because Kyle is a bad guy doesn't mean he can't be a nice guy. It's true. True. Yeah, dimension. I like it. <laughs> Get out of here, you fat dork. Roddy. <laughs> oh God, Roderick Strong is so good. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, Jonathan yeah, well, just says uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich is good. Confirmed. Thanks, guys. Oh, oh it's delicious. Awesome. Love it. Wolfpack for life. Is the probability of Champa being the leader of Retribution at zero? Oh, yeah. Less than yeah. zero. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. clearly it's Dijak, Dio Madden, Mia Yim, uh, Shane Thorne. 
Apparently, uh, Mojo's not going to be in it now. That's what I yeah, read. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dog, is it me or does Thatcher only win matches during Thatcher training sessions? Only when I remember uh, him having sending. Uh, the only win I remember him having was the one that sent Riddle to SmackDown. He won some matches before that. That was like that was like his most high profile win mm-hmm. for sure. But no, they've had him. They've had him beat. I'm not gonna say jobbers necessarily, well, but he hasn't beat, he? He beat Bronson Reed because uh, mm-hmm. Austin Theory got mm-hmm. interfered. Yeah. Uh, fear and loathing. What would an angle between Damian Priest and Rob Van Dam look like? Uh, well, Rob Van Dam, mm-hmm. a hot tub match. Yeah, Rob RVD. I mean, he's got Katie Forbes, but apparently uh, him and his wife are not together anymore. So the whole wife and girlfriend thing did not work out. He sort of did a public overlap of the two, which is interesting. Gregory Fiella. Who in NXT do you think would do best in Raw Underground? Oh, Thatch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm hesitant to really ask this, but I will. Diehard Homer. So does Ricochet go to AEW or New Japan if he is the person who isn't re-signing with WWE? So the Wrestle Talk had a story about this. That there have been apparently rumors going around that WrestleVotes, that tweet they had out the other day that someone wasn't re-signing. And then mm-hmm. suddenly uh, Ricochet was it, it heavily speculated to be that individual. Um, well, clearly he'd go to AEW. That's not even a question. Um, I, I really wish it was Kevin Owens though. If it's anybody, I really would. I know Kevin Owens has always said he really likes being in the WWE. Yeah. Um, but he still has a lot of time on his contract too. Yeah. Yeah. I just really wish I, I would love to see Kevin Steen in AEW. Oh, heck yeah, man. So much fun. Somebody posted a, a, a video from like what? 2017, Survivor Series face-off between Team Raw and Team SmackDown. And it was like Jericho just putting AJ and everybody on Team SmackDown on the list. But you have Jericho out there. You have Dean Ambrose out there, Roman, Seth. And it's like, oh, my God, there's enough talent here for two national companies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure enough. Fast forward three years later. But, dude, how how great could you – how amazing would it be to see Kevin Steen and Jericho back together? Amazing. Wouldn't that be just – Oh, God. Uh, Nicholas Grosskirth in kayfabe. Who is more delusional, Jay towards Roman or Drake towards Dane? No, I think uh, Drake Maverick fully understands what's going on. Um, uh, I don't know if Jay does, or if Jay does, he kind of has blinders up because it's his his family. Did you see the match announced for SmackDown? Yeah. Another tag match, but it's a street fight now. And then part of the part of the stipulation for that is Roman has to be the first one out for the match. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be fun. That's I'm I'm actually looking forward to SmackDown. I like I like this Roman thing. Um, yeah, clearly it's Jay. That dude does not know, man. He's nope. blinded, blinded. This is a good question from Zondo. NXT UK and Ring of Honor are both doing an MMA-style uh, tournament with rounds and stuff. Would you prefer wrestling becoming more real or more cartoonish? I like a good mix of the two, man. Exactly. I, I'm I not really going to choose do. between one or the other. Why not just have both? I don't need... You know, it's funny because people talk about... I know that they talk about when AEW had... I don't even remember. Was it Tony Khan or somebody said that AEW is planning on being more sports-centric? Um, I don't care about that. I don't need it to come off like a real sport. I really like AEW has 
rankings uh, to justify certain storyline things. I think that's a really smart move. I think it's an added layer of story you can add to things. Um, I think that NXT... I don't know if maybe their original counter programming to AEW was, oh, you're going to be sports centric. We're going to be more sports centric. And that's why we got all those episodes of NXT where it was endless 25 minute matches with not a lot of story stuff going on. But I, I just wasn't into it. I like a good mix of goofiness, of drama, of comedy, of seriousness, mm-hmm. of really great wrestling, of squash matches. If you have a really good mix combo of those things, then you can have a really good product. Yeah, definitely. Uh, White Brownie 92. So we know the build up to Survivor Series are always each brand invading each other. Is it possible Retribution will be forgotten by then? No, probably not. It'll probably be a, a, a thing where they're kind of heavily involved in whatever's going on, at least if they want to make Retribution feel somewhat important. Boy, they have to do something. Yeah. They got to yep. do something. Uh, Gareth Ash, should Breezango really be returning to the fashion? Uh, police gimmick now that they have the titles is it a smart choice considering the oh the social climate surrounding police brutality oh i don't put one with the other I, I don't um that now being the said. question should your <laughs> champions have a comedy gimmick who was it this at bennett uh, uh uh mike bennett said that his conversation with vince mcmahon was it no? Was it him? No, it was Ken Anderson. It was Anderson. Said that Vince once told him, "Hey, you want to make sure you don't end up as a comedy guy because they don't draw money." Um, which it's kind of hard to dispute, to be honest with you. Like I kind of get that. Um, I I, can't, I just yeah I don't know. I feel like things are somewhat different in NXT. Like as a tag team, you can, I think you can, even on the main roster we've seen uh, teams sometimes just kind of put together where part of their angle is comedic. Okay, that's okay. that's a lot different though. That's a lot different. No, it is. But I'm saying I, I think if you're talking main eventer singles, I to a degree I get that. Um, I don't know if the same thing necessarily holds true for tag teams. So I think uh, as a tag team, you can have a a, a more comedy focused gimmick and still get over and be champion so here's the thing there's a difference between like okay you can look at the new day for example i've never considered them a comedy act even though 80 percent of their persona is steeped in i would say fun more than just actual comedy totally totally yeah when they when they've actually done actual comedy more often times than not, you get stuff like the Gallows and Anderson uh, old day stuff, you know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that stuff is just terrible. Um, that's to me, that's not a comedy because when it comes time for their feud with the Usos, which they did endlessly, they got serious. It was always yeah. great. And it was always intense and serious. And, and it was great. So here, here's some examples of comedy tag teams. I got over the Miz and Damian Sandow. Miz, uh, Mizdow was a comedy gimmick and he got over. Yeah, okay. So here's here's the thing about that though. He got over doing a comedy gimmick that was that that should have that everybody wanted that to head to a dramatic encounter, a turn between him and the Miz where he would finally get the comeuppance. There was a direction with that comedy gimmick. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. If you put two Santinos 
in a tag team unless they had like serious stuff going on. Like I just I I I couldn't I don't I can't can't see it. I couldn't see Santino as a WWE champion. Yeah, no, I understand that. Well, I'm not talking. I'm just talking strictly tag teams because I, I just feel like the premise is you want to be taken more seriously as a singles competitor. That I can kind of understand to a degree, but I think it's different for tag teams. I think you can be a tag team, have a, a comedic gimmick, get over, and still be champion. All right, let's look at more examples. Then you got you got some uh, team right. hell no. Granted, both good wrestlers and they could kick up the intensity. There's a story there between them, though. But also, being it's the 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 story was highly comedic. I would consider to it mainly. I would consider Primo and Epico uh, when they were the bullfighters. That's okay. a comedy gimmick. But it was also Primo and Epico. They were never going to be over, anyways. Those are the two best examples I can find. I understand there's stories going on, interpersonal stories. It's not strictly a comedic thing, but there's comedic elements they still got over. I think. I just think it's different with tag teams. I think tag teams can get over as a, a comedy act. And and still be champions. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if there's examples of it though. Well, uh, AEW was third in the demo, and NXT was thirty first. Oh my gosh. Uh, let's see here. Uh. Hood Alex has a point here. It says the whole storyline of Brizango winning the title is that now they are serious in the ring like last night. That's true. They made the point of saying, we'll have fun outside, but once we step through these ropes, it's all mm -hmm. business. Mm -hmm. And they've largely held to that. Yeah. Yeah. But then what, you know, what gets them over the seriousness, you know? It's like the fact that these guys are taking it serious in the ring. Um... So I don't know. I mean, if they started doing the fashion police, the fashion file stuff again, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think they could do that kind of fun stuff outside the ring. So long as you could take them seriously as competitors in the ring, that's what really matters. As long as, as long as the characters understand, see, that's the difference between like a comedy gimmick team, which is just two gimmicks together or one gimmick, you know, uh, 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 brought to life by two performers versus two characters. Like, the fashion files at that at a certain point they got so weird and yeah it was funny and it was entertaining but they got so weird it's like okay you guys are playing people who are completely unrelatable when you see the video package with with Brizango now it's like okay you're a bit more down to earth but here's the thing when they were doing that fashion file stuff and they had that match against the Usos for the tag titles every near fall the crowd was ready to lose their minds when Brizango's on the verge of winning if they had won the titles that night that place would have exploded. Yeah, I know. I still maintain I'm not sure how much like if that would have carried over into the next week if people would have been popping huge for them and depends the if they the it depends week. on the quality of the work. If the quality of the work, whether it's comedic or not, I think this is for tag teams. I think it's different for tag teams. The quality of the work is good, people are gonna be into it. Well, that's I mean that's for singles guys, all that's for everybody. If the if quality where people appreciate quality work regardless. Yeah. Uh White Brian ninety two says check out Barstool's interview with Undertaker. He legit looked like he didn't want to be there. Wait, who what? Not what? Apparently Barstool has an interview with the Undertaker. And the Undertaker looked like he didn't want to be there? Yeah. Well it's Barstool, what would you expect? Uh let's see here. Uh Patrick Sparks says takeovers on a Sunday this time instead of a Saturday. How do you yeah. feel about this choice? 
Um, well, they have takeover on their own weekend without a pay-per-view. It's been on a Sunday. Yeah. It's only I, on a Saturday with it, if it precedes a pay-per-view. Well, I think his question is, what do you prefer? Takeovers on Saturday or takeover on Sunday? I don't really care. I don't really think I care either. I mean, I guess I prefer it to be on a Sunday. That means I don't have to work both days of the weekend. Because <laughs> it's on a Saturday, it means it precedes the WWE pay-per-view. <laughs> That's a good point. There you go. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyways, that's all I got here. Same. Wait, let me, hold on. Let me check the discord. Oh yeah. Good idea. Uh, that, that damn Dr. Steve Winters. He didn't even have to remind me this time. Uh, let's see here. And shy free Ripley's obviously winning that battle Royal. Also, is it Kyle's time to challenge for the NXT championship? Uh, maybe and no. Uh, probably needs to be, be a bit more of a build before he gets to. Kyle needs much more of a build. Yeah. Title picture. Not yeah. for talking uh, North American title, maybe. But there you go. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. Okay. We sort of did that. Uh, Doctor Steve Winters. Triple H wants his own stadium stampede. Who do you put in the Thunderdome trample, and who goes over? <laughs> um, we could have undisputed air in there, obviously. Mm-hmm. Damian Priest. Yeah. Oh, Bronson Reed. Yeah. And Dexter undisputed, Loomis. Undisputed Era versus Reed, Priest, Loomis, and... Oh, Cameron Grimes. There you go. Yeah. Um, okay. That's good. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back... Uh, Tomorrow for SmackDown. Tomorrow night for SmackDown. That's right. Thanks for watching, everybody. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.